When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Yo, what's happening? It's your boy T-Mo Goody representing one for Goody, Mark. Yeah. What's up? This Big Gil. Yo, what's up? It's Cool Joe Goody. What's happening? This Southside CeeLo, and we just jumped off the porch with the Dirty Glove Bastards. Yeah, see? Yeah. Roof. She fire hot. She fire hot. Chicken coop in the cat house. No flat bass, big pack. All right, so we got the legendary Goody Mob off the porch with us today, man. Real, real, real. Man, this is, this is an honor for me to have you guys sitting on the porch, man. So I thank you guys for coming by today, man. Thank you, for, thank you for having us. Yeah, no problem, man. All right, so you know, man, what are we on? Year twenty six. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, we're rolling it, rolling up on it. Yeah. yeah. And counting. Yeah, and counting. That's what I'm saying. We're still going, still relevant. Did you guys ever imagine when you first put out Soul Food that, man, 25, 26 years later, still be in high demand, still be creating, still be relevant, <laughs> considering all these changes that's happened in this crazy uh, rap game, huh? Yeah. Man, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think. I think we kind of thought that we would still be at least relevant. You know what I'm talking about with songs like Stealth Therapy. You know what I'm saying? Because right now it's resonating with the youth right now. Yeah. And I got to shout out Travis Scott. You know what I'm saying? Five percent tent. He went all the way back and pulled that Stealth Therapy beat out. And I know he was listening to the lyrics too. Oh yeah. So relevant. Mm. 
Yeah, with a song like that. Yeah. Yeah. What's that it's, saying? it's possible for things to last longer when you love something as much as we love it. True that. Yeah, how did that guys make you feel for Travis Scott to kind of reintroduce that song to a whole new generation who may not have been aware of Goody Mob, man? It was an honor. Yeah, it was an honor, you know. He hot right now. A lot of a lot of kids love Travis Scott. I actually like his music too. Sure. Really hot, you know, really cool artist. And uh, for him to embrace us like that, man, it was special. Yeah. That. Absolutely. And just talk about the passion that you guys have for music. You know, when we think of Goody Mob, we don't think of it, you guys were doing this as a hustle. Like, this is what you guys were born to do. This is what you guys, if you guys weren't even being paid, I feel like you'd still be making music. Guaranteed. Yeah. So how deep does that passion go for you guys? I mean, I say what? Just to the, like you say, we were born to do this. I think it all, it, it was from the beginning, a time with us. We always loved music, all four of us. I know I'm speaking from my behalf, you know, I grew up around one of the baddest marching bands in the whole wide world that the world ever seen before. And that's Mars Brown College Band. Marching Wolverine 100 used to take over the Macy's Day Parade every year, Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? That's my album, Mar, the third generation. So it's embedded in me to be on the beat. Yeah, that's T-Mo. Go ahead. I love that. I feel that. Come on, give it. Uh, I would say this, man. I would say that, that we really did, at the beginning of this, we really did go into the studio with a head to know that we wanted to make sure that once 20 years went by, we were still able to do the lyrics. I think if you listen to our lyrics, people always say we never rap like our age. We always rap like we were older. Well, if you're thinking about it now, everything that we rap, we feel right on time with it right now. Yep. So Soul Food, it feels like a brand new album, even when we perform those records, because we never, we never wrote those records in an adolescent mind frame. Yeah, I feel that. What keeps you guys inspired today to keep creating? The, the success, the success of our brothers, the success of seeing CeeLo go from being CeeLo to a pop star. Mm -hmm. The success of seeing Joe being able to drop a book. The success of, uh, of Timo being able to have a dance school. The success of us being able to do another Goody Mob album with Organized Noise. Yep. It's divine. Yep. It's truly a blessing for yeah. you guys to even still be creating for us fans who grew up on this music. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. And talk to us about uh, you know music's influence on the youth, man. How big of an impact does the music have on the, on the kids that listen to? It's funny you say that, because just today, me and one of my brothers were just talking about how the new term is shooter in the rap, rap music. Shooter, and it's like the kids are doing that right now. It's a lot of shooting going on right now. And why that's being promoted to the youth so much right now, I can't explain it because I think right now, this what we the, the times that we're going through guaranteed gonna pass us by. Ain't no doubt about that. This won't last forever. But right now, I think Goody Mob's message in the music is so relevant, so necessary. I mean, we we starting to get shows. People want us to come through every day. Every single day we wake up, my manager hitting us with somebody want to hear what we got to say. And I just feel like it ain't just the fact that they love Goody Mob. It's like they want that alternative because ain't nobody else trying to sell, tell nobody nothing in the music right now. 
Big up the little baby right now doing the record with Kurt Franklin. I like the record. Yeah. I heard the record one more and I kept saying, damn, that's how I like little baby. <laughs> and then next thing I know, they said, you know, that little baby. I said, oh man, that's a hot record. Mm. So I, I salute him yeah. for trying to carry the, the young generation, you know, on a, to another field, to another playing field, to another plateau musically. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not trying to keep them in one box. So I like that and I big up the, uh, the younger generation, especially yeah. little baby. Well said, OG, well said. Yeah. Do you kind of get, it feels like the wrong message is being pushed purposely, or is that just what's popular at the time? That's the world we're living in. Right. That's the world we're living in right now. The pandemic has, has really put fire on a lot of stuff. You know, it's, it's people having to learn how to live again. People been sitting at home for a year, so it's adjusting to getting back in society. And I think a lot of people are walking outside with a lot of anxiety. So I think it's a lot of, uh, you know, it's, it's a sadness, it's a reaction. So with that being said, sometimes it takes music to calm the beast. And I think in a minute you're gonna start seeing that they're gonna have to change the message cause it's gonna get even more dangerous. And it's gonna be dangerous for them too. Yeah, that's true. Man. Well said. Thanks, thanks, thanks. You know, we just had the one year anniversary of uh, George Floyd's uh, murder. Oh, um, damn, we been that long? Yep. How would you guys compare, you know, the state the U.S. is in as far as the, the racism today compared to 20, 30 years ago when you guys were growing up? Man, it's, it's still here. It ain't changed. I come into contact with it daily. Daily. I see it. I feel it daily. You know, it's real. You know what I mean? And I just think that the purpose of what we're doing with our music is so great right now and it feels so good to have this, you know, this platform to actually try to tell somebody something and to try to show people that we ain't just know any type of group gonna come out and say any type of thing. And it ain't purposely done. I swear, man, it just come out and it's like this, man. I don't know, I'm just regular. You know what I mean? We just regular people from Southwest Atlanta, like, you know, say eight miles up the road, right up here, Martin Luther King, straight out MLK. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, that's us, but God uses us to say these types. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. That's the thing. Because we, like I said, it's not on purpose that, that we together, but it happened because it was meant to happen. We rap about what we rap about because that's what naturally comes out of us. We ain't trying to do it. It's just the way it naturally comes. He may seem like that because it's natural. He's not trying to be nobody else. You know what I mean? It's just that's the way we come out. So right now, I feel like with, with the way society is, with, with, the, with the music and what people are saying, I, I, I can't knock people for what, saying what they say or for um, speaking what they live or what they in, encounter on a daily basis. I can't knock that. I mean, if that's what you seeing, you seeing it, you, you rapping about it, it's the fact that don't allow these um, radio stations and television stations and YouTubes and all this stuff to, to promote or to make the negative genre of music or the negative side of what hip hop looks like bigger than the positive side. Yeah. Balance them out. 
You know what I'm saying? Balance them out at least. Balance them out at the least. You don't. I mean, it shouldn't be a balance because you don't want to be harmed. You don't want a violent encounter going to the store tonight, going to the gas station. You don't want nobody to run up on you with a pistol. Neither do I. You know what I mean? We don't want that. But so we had to stop talking about all these guns and toting guns and running up on folks and making that look like making kids think that that's the thing to do. Fool, you about to destroy your life doing this forever. You're going to jail 20, 30 years. You ain't going to know life at all, but, you know, institution. That's it. You know what I mean? So we need to, to, to make that message bigger than it is right now. We need to give what we saying more energy. You know what I mean? Put more fuel behind it. And it's happening slowly but surely. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, when we first came out, our, um, our concerts was... We had different types of people from different ethnicity come to our shows. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some shows, man, it was a it was a lot of uh, white folk out there. More more black people, more white people than black folk. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it starts with the it starts with the music, man. You know what I mean? Because we was able to travel to California. You know what I mean? And gain territory. People could listen to our music and see that we won we won on that. You know what I mean? We was just some some down south southern brothers from East Point, Southwest Atlanta, Northwest Atlanta. And we was just trying to put Atlanta on the map. South was already on the map. You know what I mean? We was just trying to put that flag up for Atlanta. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I said, it started with the music, man. A lot of people, um, they showed us love, man, because we weren't talking about killing our own folk in, in the music. We weren't talking about uh, lyrical genocide. We weren't doing that. You know what I mean? So, and you spoke about as far as like the, the racism. I mean, like I said, when you got good music, and, and people just trying to learn and feel out each other. You know, so you don't have to worry about all this, this madness out here, but you got craziness going on in the music right now. I mean, this gangster music wasn't even like that. <laughs> yeah. NWA wasn't even like that. And they were the most gangsters to come out. Mm -hmm. So now you got to be even more gangster than NWA? <laughs> For real? Yeah. And now you're killing each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Good tomorrow, man. Soul food, man. Boy, survival kid. Music. Is your is our survival kid? If it wasn't for the music, we'd probably be somewhere else, or probably in somebody's house doing something, or in somebody's car doing something. You know what I mean? Or running out of somewhere with something. You know what I mean? Facts. In the bio with something, trying to sell something to somebody. You know what I mean? But like the music, that was our our West Haven, man. You know what I'm saying? The dungeon, hey, that's that was our West Haven, man. For misfits, like like Dre say, man, we was misfits trying to fit in. That's true, man. Uh, Found so, each other in the process. Yep. Yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. And talk about the creation of Survival Kit, man. It's, it's been a while since you guys said, you know, locked in for a full album, man. It's true. Mm -hmm. who, who, who made that first call? It's like, hey, y'all see what's going on here, man. It's time. Man. Uh, we, 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 we talked to Yoda, man. We all was on the phone during that time. What's the pandemic here? Pandemic. And it's so hard that we just started taking the conversation and, and then organized Noah said, well, you know, since we on lockdown, let's just go in the studio and just start putting some of our conversations down. And what's so funny about it that we recorded the album right up the street from this actual location. Right up the street. Oh, really? So we made sure that we didn't record the album downtown Atlanta because we wanted to go back and feel what it felt like in the old gym. So we got off in the hole in, in, in the woods, man, and I think we created survival kitting in about two months. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and, and 
I really feel like it's some of our greatest work. Because even with listening to Survivor Kid, you know that this record's gonna survive another 20 years. Mm. People just not, they, they, they haven't caught up to it yet. Yeah. But at the same time, it's growing every day. So for me, I know that we did what we were supposed to do. Yep. How How's the feedback been from the fans since it's been out? Oh, man. They think it's a, they, they feel like it's a soul food album. Yep. That's what they really been comparing it to. And people be telling me, man, awesome. This is just our first independent album that we've ever did with Organized Noise. You know what I mean? So with independent music, it just takes a little bit longer, but we, we here for the uh, long haul. We good, we good with it. You know what I mean? We ain't in no hurry. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't rush perfection anyway. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But yeah, survival kit, man. That's music is our survival kit. What's your guys' thoughts on the streaming era that we're in compared to CD sales? What you guys were, you know, going gold on crazy. 500,000 people actually going to the store and purchasing these albums. Now they can just stream right there on their phone. Yeah, it's crazy. some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but we gotta, we gotta accept, you know, we gotta accept technology and, and we gotta accept, you know, the way life is right now. And life is streaming music right now, all these streaming platforms. That's what it is. We gotta roll with the times. I wish we could go back to selling CD. Mm -hmm. Man, man there's a lot of money being made out of that type of stuff. Oh, a yeah. lot of money. Yeah, because CDs was for nineteen dollars. It was nineteen ninety nine. Something physical, something you can hold, right. something tangible. Your computer crashed. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> oh well. Yep. Cell phone break. Oh, can't listen to that no more. Yeah. I don't know though, but one thing I can say, you know, listening to baby's conversation with Cash Money. He said there's more money in this once you get your music on the, on the streaming services. Mm. So, you know, if I look at the kids today, like the kids are making more money than we ever made in the first one or two albums. They're getting millions of dollars mm. solidly. You know mm. what I mean? Without mm. You got to think about it. Most of these kids were millionaires and most of them just sit home during the pandemic. It was like nothing to do. Mm. You know what I mean? So with that being said, Goody Mob came in a time where we saw, we went from tapes, the CDs, mm. now we're in the digital world. Mm. Now for me, I feel like that's kind of like, we we broken the ceiling. Oh, we came from the reels. Oh yeah, the well, reels. Well, we yeah it wasn't even digital. Yeah, <laughs> reels. it was digital. So, I mean, if you think about it now, Analog. Yeah. us putting the album out right now, in this time, we broke the ceiling on saying that people from that time can't do records now and they can't resonate. That's not true. Because our first two, we got one we got one video on BET just spinning for three months. We got two or three of our records, all five records that was played all over the world right now. So for me personally, I think that it, it was a great, a great response to us, to where we are. You know what I mean? The survival kit. It was a great response to what, it, what, what we up against. But I think we, we beat that game. Because yeah. we on the other side of that now. We actually get streaming checks on. Again, that lets you know that age means nothing. Good music means everything. Facts. One good thing about streaming, though, all you got to do is hit the button. You can record something tonight <laughs> and put it out <laughs> tonight. You gotta do it, tonight. Hit the button. No, I'm talking about yeah, like if real. somebody want to hear your album. Oh, okay. All you got to do is just hit the button. I don't like that. You already hit it, buddy. Count the stream. Hey, well, that's the stream. Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate your service. That's the thing about it. I mean, like you said, man, we done transcend a lot of a lot of technology, man. And, 
still able to do it at the uh, at, at a high a higher velocity like we do it. You know what I mean? Hell, we I mean we've been here 25 years doing it. It's our 23rd year anniversary of still standing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, hey, all the flowers are coming in, man. The flowers are coming in. Thanks. Yeah, and even talk about, you know, what it took to market your music back then before the internet. Nowadays, you know, you can just record yourself, upload it to Instagram, you can go viral then. Yeah, yeah. Back then, it wasn't like that. You had to be out there pushing and working these pushing. records, meeting these DJs, meeting the fans. Yeah. Street you know, teams. Yep. But, that, but that's the, like the three ways that you come in. You come in either by way of love, mm. by competition, or by the convenience. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So the love of the thing, you know, um, this generation, they miss out on that that engagement. You know what I mean? Um, they miss out on that emotion because they don't have to get it's the, the physical part. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I mean, like, and I'm going out and seeking it. You know, like, and, and I mean, the other, the, the other fault is, is, is fanship. It's how much you love a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I think we still, as much as we've been able to do in the, in the, in the industry, you know, there's plenty of taller giants that we still look up to. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? All of the things that inspired us are still beyond, you know what I'm saying, like our ability. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? So you have to always be humbled in that. You know what I mean? So just the experience of going through and discovering, you know, wax. I used to pull out wax and look at the back and the mm -hmm. credits. And, yep. you know, um, I always tell this story about, of. Uh, you know, I used to think that the length of the songs were the times of day that they recorded the song. Three, four, ten. Okay, they were good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all remember the big Tower Records? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like working, yeah. like oh, yeah. Tower Records. We got to give a shout out to Theo, man, of Super Sound. He was our our small black business Tower Records. He was our George mm -hmm. Jefferson mm -hmm. of music in our neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Theo and Super Sound. You know what I'm saying? On the South Side, you know, but. Yeah, I missed that, man. You know what I mean? And you know, cause you wanted, you had to go in, you had to go and find it. So it was like discovery. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I Shout out that to Tobago too, man, over there on, the, on Riverdale. Facts. Got a record shop too over there. It's called DBS Sounds. Yeah, how we got CDs. Yeah, 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 got yeah. wax up in there, man. So yeah. few giants left, man, but they still beating their chest. So the spirit of competition, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think we we, we were so unique in, in our own right as the, the, the entire collective of Dungeon Family. Fortunately, we never, you know, it wasn't really about competition between us or towards anyone else. Like, you know, we had our own unique thing. You know what I mean? Um, and we were able to, like, coexist as opposed to compete. You know what I mean? But we had, the spirit of competition still remained because we knew that we had counterparts, you know, that may have, you know, you oversight or you just don't know, you're just ignorant to the fact that there's talent in the South if you're from New York or you're from elsewhere. So, like, yeah. we definitely, you know, had that, wore that as a badge of honor. You know what I'm saying? And then also in today's generation, it's the other way, the convenience. Mm -hmm. It's just so easy to do because, like, the bar's been set so low. Mm -hmm. Like, anybody can rap. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that kind of, that affects the quality of a thing. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? That's all. Absolutely. Yeah, that goes not back the to... Not the quantity of a thing. Quantity not a problem. <laughs> quality may be a problem. Yeah, that goes back to it being a hustle versus being a passion. Right, right, right. Too. Yeah. I just thought I'd elaborate on that a little bit more. Yeah. You know, you guys achieved so much success at a young age. Was it easy adjusting to that fame, being that you guys were so young? Coming straight out of, you know, Southwest Atlanta, too. It was a slow roll, man. Like I said, our first, what well, our first album was solidifying ourselves in, 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 in the hip hop industry. 
And then we had to do it again with, with still standing, you know what I mean? So we were still fighting to be accepted, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, all the fame and all that, we weren't even really worried about that, man. We were just, man, we were just representing, hopefully we could say our verses and don't forget our verses on stage. Bro. You know what I mean? As far as, you know what I'm saying, the success or whatever, but I think that comes along when, when you're wearing that legendary, thing that people call you, I think that's when that the, uh, that success thing really sets in, though. To you be honest, me. even after all the time, I don't personally feel famous. Yeah, How y'all feel right. about this uh -huh. I don't look at it like that. I feel very fortunate, uh -huh. yeah, but not really famous. I still can leave out my house. I feel yeah. notable and recognizable, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying, like, you know, yeah. but not famous. Okay, yeah. I got you. After I bought my my third G five G four, <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot all about fame. I just what is Big Rube really like, man? Is he as what we expect Big Rube to be like? Oh, Big, Big Rube is the whiz. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's the man that say you know, oh, the color Lord. is green. Yeah. <laughs> That's him, the big man. I'm just, I don't know. Now, big, uh, big rule. He like, um, he's our, 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 like a life coach. You know what I'm saying like he, he's, he's much like how his, how his characters perceived. You know what I'm saying like he's omnipresent. Big rule's always there. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Yeah. Um, but you know, stern, very smart, serious individual, but, but big and lovable. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know. He the, he the first homie that was uh, that really invested. He he started it all. Mm -hmm. It started with him. Yeah, yeah. He bought the first drum machine. Am I right? Yeah. 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 Big Rule was getting to, to the little money. That's how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. And he drew the logos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And good at mom. And good at mom. Yeah. That's wild. Saying. So man, that's a yeah. Big Rule was far as gum. <laughs> His whole life is an amazing story, man. Nah, multi, real. multi talented, bro. Yeah, definitely. Multi talented, bro. Especially when he do them that spoken word. I don't think nobody can fuck with that boy on that, man. Not okay. at all. Nobody. It's been twenty plus years. No one's even come close to matching him on that. Well, you remember uh, uh, on, on Twenty One Savage album? Mm -hmm. He wrote that thing for free, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. The intro for. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he wrote all those, yeah, right? Yeah, for every man. So I'm like, oh wow, so, yeah, bro. He definitely uh, blossomed, man. Yeah, just to write some that Morgan Freeman narrates wow. anyway. That's that's awesome, it's amazing. Bro. It's amazing. Yeah. It's probably not even the highlight of his career. I'm glad you brought attention to that. I was so yeah. impressed. That's awesome. Uh, I was so impressed by that. I'm like, damn, look at my guy. Yeah. Man. Do you think the world was ready for a world party when you guys put this out? No. Nah. <laughs> no, you know what? I don't but, think they were ready for us. I don't think they was ready for us to chill out. Right. I don't think they wanted to see us. I don't think they wanted to see us have a good time. Because there's some great records on that project. This one is our most commercially successful album. Yeah. Yeah. It, it outsold, yeah. It's still yeah. standing yeah. and sold. Yeah. Yeah. It outsold everything. Man, that shit sounds great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What do you think? We went to Japan, um, it was Japan great. on that day. Yeah. Yeah. It was literally a world party on there. <laughs> Do you think yeah, people were trying to just box you in though? Like, definitely. We want you to be on this conscious way. We don't yeah. want to hear your party music from Ooh. you guys. Oh, 
y'all. We kind of started feeling that way on tour, man. I mean, we, we was on tour. I remember the last tour we had. We was on tour with Luke Skywalker and Cash Money. And mm -hmm. Every it night. Just, it was just like, it was just, it was, it was, the vibe was changing. It was a change, it was a change. And it was no problem. I mean, that's hip hop, you know what I mean? But during that time, it was like, you could see the rise of, of No Limit, the rise of Cash Money, and you gotta respect that. Manny Fresh, man, come on, Kel, see the dog, the beats by the pound, they had that sound, they had that lingo right, right there. So it was like, nah, it was about us trying to figure out how to really break into certain areas, you know, places like New York and places like that, you know, just to have more up-tempo music at the time. Right. I remember just being in the club in New York and you know, he and Juvenile bagged that thing up, and I'm like, wow, like, they broke that, that ceiling, you know what I mean? Like, to have a record that everybody really played with up north. So, no, that was our, our goal, trying to just make sure that we was trying to reach more people at the time, because we felt like we had been, we had been, uh, we had built enough. We, we was ready to party. We were ready to get some goddamn, you know, get the mushroom tip worked on. <laughs> 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 yeah, a lot of people didn't know that uh, that Kanye West produced a song on that album, uh, a song called Rebuild. Rebuild. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But, but he didn't come in there with the record. D Dot came in there with, yeah. with, yeah. with the music. Uh, the mad, the mad rapper. Shout out to Derek D Dot Angelelli. Yeah, he he did, did. DJ Muggs did a great one for us. Oh yeah. DJ Muggs did Inshallah. Yeah. Oh man, Muggs did that one. Yeah. yeah. DJ Muggs did a great one. We walked come around on, New York, man. had a good time. Walked all across. Central Park with Muggs and recorded at his spot on Houston Street. So that was a great, great memory doing that album. Yeah, yeah a little fun fact. Yeah. But we spent a lot of money on Get Rich this, though. Shit. We spent <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> 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 hey, How much? And they're bringing me in tickets. Yeah. <laughs> so who got yeah. rich to that song? Who'd you guys have to pay? What does? Yeah, that's when the that's when the uh, the director was. That's when they were getting the. Uh, that's when they had the game by the balls, you know. All the yeah, Hype Williams was getting like million dollar video shoots, you know. And it was right. like he wasn't hot unless you had one of them directors, you yep. know. We've been through all the phases of hip hop, man. We really watched hip hop come up out of little clubs like Kaya. And well, the first time we was ever on the radio, we was on 89.3 and little fire points. So we really, really have come from the bottom of this thing to, to, to be sitting in, at the pinnacle of it. You know, yeah. we, we this man got Grammys, we Grammy nominated. Mm. You know, we, we, Georgia we recorded Music Hall of Fame. Georgia Music Hall of Fame. We performed everywhere all over the world. So if you think about it, we were to look back right now, we had a good life. We had a good life. There's a lot of people been working since we've been out of high school. And Lord Jesus, I wouldn't have made it in that career field. So I'm glad God gave us music. Say that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so if we're good to go to a Goody Mob show today, man, what, what records kind of get the best reactions here in 2021? Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba ba ba. Or how do you even narrow down your set list? You guys got so many classic this songs. Guy right here. We do different variable sets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got a, I got a couple of go to ones. 
pull out the pull out the G fourteen. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, like, you know, um, it's just balance. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, we we always are have always opened up with goodie bag. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's a great it's a great opener. It was either that one, well, before that, when we first started coming out, we opened up with uh, See You When I See You. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's a great opener, too. Um, I got to say, one of my personal favorites, I ain't even known the record, man, but I love I love to watch Gip do Black Ice. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, and we such a crew. We come from the Old Testament. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, I like to back him up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we still like, <gasps> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, all our ad-libs, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I like that synergy. I like that, you know what I mean? Like, interlocked, you know what I mean? One, you know what I'm saying, unison. You know, that's that's the, that's, that's the, the you know what I mean? That's it, you know what I mean? To be a crew, you know, is, you know, I live for that shit. So, like, Black Ice is one of them records. I'm just like, I want to push that for, I want to push that line on that. Like, yeah, yeah, nigga, like what? You know what I'm saying, you feel me? Yeah. Deal with that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, you feel me? Ain't nobody bullshitting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, you feel me? Uh, yeah. yeah, that shit, I'm ready to go perform. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like that fly away, man. It's between, okay, yeah. it's between they don't dance no more and fly away. You know, we do, we do fly away as an encore. We haven't really been putting that in the show lately, but it's, lately it's been like an encore song, mm -hmm. really. But yeah, that fly away, boy. Yeah, you gotta let them know where you're from on that one right there, man. Thought process feels good yeah, too. Thought process oh, yeah. feels good. Mm -hmm. Special education feels good. Offset feels good. <laughs> you guys gotta be doing 60 minute you know, shows, man. Yeah. You know yeah, we can get what they want. Yeah. Yeah, we ain't even talking about, I mean, if we ain't even with the goddamn shooter. Nah, but uh, it's a, it's a, um, it's a well, a well woven set it's a nice flow you know what i mean like from beginning to end you know like and it, it you know the placement put emphasis you know what i'm saying like you know on what the emotion should be you know at that point in the show you know what i mean you know I, I look at it like uh like vital signs you know um the straight line you know what i mean like you know you but you, you there's a such thing as a hit parade you know what I mean? Like you can you can go to an outcast and it's like bam, 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 bam. It's like damn. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of come across like a straight, like a stream of conscious, like a continuous line, right? But but I like our vibe to be like you know up and down. And so you feel me? Like it's wavy. You know what I'm saying? You know. And in terms of the vital sign, when it's up and down, it's alive. When it's straight line, it's dead. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? So you know, unless you got them hits. You know what I'm saying? We seen like you know uh, when we went to watch DMX something like God bless the dead. So we went to watch him. We just was all together at uh, South by Southwest uh, year before last, and uh, it was just like he put us on an amazing show. You know what I mean, back to back. And those as they put on because he continues. You know what I'm saying you feel me? You know. Did you guys ever get the opportunity to work with DMX? Nah, man. That was like my third time meeting him. That that year we was together. Yeah. No, uh, but I if you really look at DMX, DMX is the, the is the epitome of the Northern Goody Mob. He never fit into what was cool. Mm -hmm. He always did DMX. 
So we were very, 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 very much fans of each other. Right. You know what right. I mean? yeah, no, yeah. That would have been crazy if you guys definitely collab on something. Man. Definitely. What's your guys' thoughts on all the changes the city of Atlanta has gone through these last 20, 30 years? Awesome, man. Like, one thing I like that belt. Was it the belt line? Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice, that's a nice addition, man. It's like a, a trail where people can walk, you know what I'm saying? And then while you're walking through that trail, they got art going on on walls, and then they got places you can go sit and eat, man. I mean, they, they, they blowing that damn thing out, man. You know what I mean? They're making it look really good. I don't know what they got planned or something. They might be they might be about to do something, but they definitely got they definitely drawing people down here with with the new stuff they done start doing, you know what I mean? I like I like that the vibe is still here. Yeah. What? I, said, I just like that the yeah, vibe's still vibe, here. Yeah. I mean the young uns carrying the torch as far as music is concerned. Mm. I mean just real estate and, you know, um and growth, you know what I mean? Um it's just yeah. It's phenomenal what what Atlanta has done and what Atlanta has become. You know what I mean, that's the word growth. Yeah, yeah. Word growth. Go ahead, though. Uh, like Lo said, music has taken the city into another place where we've all no other city has did with what what Atlanta has done beside New York. And I feel like the reason what the, what I'm saying is every side of this town has a mega superstar, from rap to singing, producers. Like, it's, it's so great to see the fruits of our label just really turn into such a kingdom where everybody has had a taste of that, uh, of that cup of success for music. So that's what makes it sound good, isn't it? It's great, but, you know, but at the same time, you've got to take your head off to what Tyler Perry has done. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that place that he's made his home, we used to go on that military base to buy clothes and food. So for that man to own a military base and turn that into somewhere where he can create his films, that is totally awesome. Right. You know, we Incredible. never thought that anybody black would own that place. You gotta understand that was the that was the command center of the armed forces. Meaning that base controlled every branch of the military. Mm -hmm. So for him to be able to own <clears throat> such a very prominent property in this city, that's awesome. And also for the city to also, as far as our business, it's great that our business, some of these artists have now turned into real business people. Mm -hmm. And we are controlling our government. We help flip this state. And we're not saying that we're gonna stay what color. We don't know what color. We're just gonna make sure that the black empowerment stays in the city of Atlanta. Yeah. Facts. And going to the music scene, how do you think Atlanta has been able to have this 20-year run? Because even New York, I don't think they had 20 years of when they were on top. What is it about the city of Atlanta that just produces so much talent here, year after year after year? The strip club culture. As long as the strip club, the strip clubs are open, these artists have a place to go and let people hear their music before the audience. And who could take that your record out of the studio and go into a strip club and get the natural reaction from people? You have an advantage over those that don't understand the culture. And then plus it ain't as hard to get on like it was back then. You know what I mean? I'm talking about, I remember trying to call Priority Records. Goddamn Death Row Records. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, just trying to just trying to get on. You know what I mean? It was a real tight fraternity, bro. They wouldn't let just anybody in there. And now, since I mean, outcast. You know what I mean? And I got, like I said, I give it up to the, the ones that came before us, like Kilo. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, Raheem the Dream. I mean, Troy. Sammy Sam. I mean, Sammy Sam. D Rock. I mean, D Rock. Actually, Chris Cross. You know what I mean? The thing is that Jermaine Dupree right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But the thing about it is, yeah. with with LA Reed and the Arista Records, you know what I'm saying, we, the, the whole world was able to hear us. And I guess they wanted to hear more people like us, you know what I mean? So the floodgates was open, you know what I mean? The talent was already here, bubbling, just waiting, looking for that outlet. Once that outlet, once that glass ceiling was broke, man, hey man, the floodgates opened up now. Everybody, come on, what you got, man? Yep. And I think that's just what it is right now, man. Yeah. And we never hated on the new era. Mm -hmm. Right. You can see, you can see Dungeon Family's DNA in every era of mute and every era of rap music since we came out. If it's not one of us, they had low, low damn near on every hook before T Pain and <laughs> <It was> low. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, so when I look at Cujo and I look at Timo. Like all of us have done so many other different things, so much music, and we and and, and when you look at it from from just an artist standpoint, as long as we can say like T. Mo always had a great relationship with T. I. He always was with T. I. Like always had a great relationship like with Trinidad James and with all the artists. We never shunned the artists of Atlanta in no kind of way. We accepted them in every kind of way. So. I think that that was the greatest, and they all showed our our approval, approval. at one time or another. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Respectfully, I'm just glad that we just set a bar of, of of being the best. If you're gonna do something, be the best at it. And I think you know to to see the success of the kids and the people now, like it's awesome to know that it's so many millionaires from music in this city, because yeah. there's no other city like this. Yeah, you guys are definitely leaving the music scene in Atlanta at a way better place than when you entered it. <laughs> That's a fact. Absolutely. That's a fact. What do you think Goody Mob's legacy is? I know we're not done. You guys are still going strong. You gotta always remember, if you go even to the book, the Bible, the prophets were never famous. They was always with the people. That's our, that's gonna be our legacy. We were the same, we were the same as the music that you heard. Um, What's next for Goody Mob? 2021 and beyond. Surprise, man. <laughs> <laughs> Goody Mob is the ordinary, extraordinary gentleman. <laughs> ordinary, extraordinary. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. That's right. What's next for Goody Mob? He ready to see a lot more. Of TV us. show, movies, right. film. That's next. It's coming in the near and, future. And we're going back to Vegas. Low took us the first time. We're going to go back again, goddammit. <laughs> we're going to Vegas. We're going to go back again. <laughs> we got to go back to Vegas. I think that's one thing. We got We got to go back to Vegas. You know what I mean? So that and, hey, them opening up the TAC for the South. Mm. That's the next thing, man. Black wealth. Mm -hmm. If it's not black, if it's not TAC, then it's the take word. And then currently, like we're still uh, uh, supporting and pushing the new project, uh, Survival Kit. 
I think the next single off that is uh, Back to Back, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes it is. Yes, the one you wanted. Yes. Mm -hmm. Get that one off. You're very sexy. Yeah. Did you guys already shoot the video for it? No. You gotta shoot what? Shooting. Might shoot it tonight. You're shooting. Come on. <laughs> got a porch for you. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Back to back. Any last words, guys, before we wrap it up here? Any last words? Survival kick, man. Y'all get out there and buy that survival kit. Get out there and buy that South saying something by T Mo Good. It's still out there, man, on the record shelves, man. It's going yeah. hard, y'all. It's going hard. Yes, sir. Hey, man. We gotta buy, we gotta get that survival kit. Hey, man, you gotta pick up your gift goodies, man. We're doing that. Yeah. All over the yeah. world. National, national distribution, man. Hello. Right. Come on, man. Holler at me. Y'all hit us up on IG, man. Goody Mob on IG. Kujo Goody on IG, K-H-U-J-O-G-O-O-D-I-E on IG. You know what I'm saying? We on Facebook, man. Y'all get at us, man. No last words, but in closing, we like to say, man, you know, we love the love, man. We love the love. Thank y'all for all the support, man, for the last 26 years. Almighty Goody Mo B. Southside. Yeah. DF to the last breath. Man, Chicken coop in the cat house. No flat bass, big pancakes. Lump hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.